welcome, welcome. It has been a while, uh, but we are back with another entry in our special episode series of Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of Culture Pop. This is uh, episode eight, I believe, of the special episode series, and today is going to be a quick one as we will be going over the recent PlayStation Showcase that happened, uh, I think it was, what, two days ago? It, it was Thursday? Okay, yeah. so uh, three days ago at this point. Um, but we're going to uh, give our thoughts on everything shown. It uh, should be a nice, quick discussion to keep everyone in the loop. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Bebop and Josh McMullen. And I am joined as almost never on these special episodes uh, by my regular co-host, Dylan, We Believe in Generations Martin, and Austin, State of Play Stevens. How are we doing today, fellas? Excited to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I assume so. I I actually wrote it here in the outline. Uh, where is it? Um uh, come on. It's further down here. Where are we at? Okay. Uh, we can speak in depth about something. Uh, oh, maybe I didn't put it in here. Maybe I just wrote it down for myself. Mm. Uh, but I was like, these boys are going to talk for a while, so we'll just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah, uh, how, how's it going for everybody? I the the Packers lost pretty fucking spectacularly, so I'm wow. I'm real fucking pissed right up. now. Jesus this is going to be a great moment, episode. Huh? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm going to because I'm a fucking pissed Packers fan. Uh, yeah. So why did they lose? Uh, they lost because they were bad. Mm, okay. <laughs> Fucking fire every goddamn player and every coach. I don't even care. Fucking said, you just know what? I'll play for the team. Just yeah, I, I'll do it. I'll do it by my fucking self, and I'll do a better job than they did today. <laughs> God damn. My fucking fat 33-year-old ass. Man, you were angry yet. about this game, huh? Dude, oh. I was on the on the cusp of buying tickets. I, I told you about this. <laughs> yeah. And, and driving down to Jacksonville because it's only five hours from here. Christ, you're probably glad you didn't know, huh? And I'm very glad that I did not <laughs> fucking do that. Uh, today was a oh fucking shit boy. show. But well, now maybe you can see them win in December. Uh, there here's you hoping. go. Uh, I mean, honestly, if they maybe. just continue to play this way, I'm just going to say I'm not buying tickets for these guys all year long. Right. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you guys tell that I'm I'm not happy? Uh, a little bit. Not, not. You might need to bring it up a notch, but uh, okay. a little bit. Okay. A while ago, I would be like, "It's just a football game. Don't be so upset." But then, when we had the whole, you know, coming to Jesus meeting about you putting things into perspective, like watching some of my favorite no hit runners like not make it, and like you, you saying like that was my sporting event type of thing. I get it now, man. I get yeah. it. Said, I'm I sorry understand. for the hand egg. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is what it is. I did actually, uh, I mean, I'll bring this up on the regular show. I did watch a super awesome wrestling event, though. Uh, I talked about it in the Discord, uh, mm. and that will get brought up on the show this week. Well, there's um, some positive sporting events. Yeah, so uh, you gotta. I guess you got to take the good with the bad, right? 
Yes. <clears throat> so I watched something today that I'll talk about on the next episode that I kind of don't want to. All the teasers. <laughs> All the oh, teasers. Oh, boy. <clears throat> uh, well, let's go ahead. And uh, I figured the best way to do this, honestly, was just to run down the event. Uh, mm-hmm. The events of the event. I don't know how to type, apparently. Uh, chronologically. Oh. So we'll start from the beginning and just work our way to the end because I feel like the biggest stuff is there at the end. Um, yeah. I mean, there were big things peppered throughout, but you know, uh, the, the real meat of this will, will come. Yeah, the juicy that, so. bits were at the end. So, uh, I don't know, man. I think that should start it off pretty goddamn juicy. Oh uh, yeah. I, well, so yeah, it started off with the KOTOR remake being re-revealed. Um, I'll go ahead and throw it out there real quick. Uh, I don't think there's any reason to be excited about this just yet. Um, That's why. I love the original KOTOR. Uh, it's maybe still my favorite Bioware game outside of like maybe Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this was just a CGI trailer and I tried looking into Aspire and seeing if they had made any other games, it looks like they're just purely a porting studio. Mm. So the trailer was fucking cool, but I think it's probably Not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there. I mean, there wasn't much, right? It was just Riven, right? Yeah, and that was it. That so, was enough to make me want to go vigorously masturbate, though. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, I mean, <laughs> he's right, though. Like, it was just, I like, I'm excited, and to say that there's no reason to not be excited. Like that's of course you're going to be excited knowing that Knights of the older public's coming back, yeah. but yeah, it's really, we got a trailer with the red lightsaber and Riven was just kind of there glaring at the camera and that was it. And then we got a logo that said KOTOR remake and that was it. I was like, cool, that's it. And there's <laughs> nothing more like what else can we, I mean, yes, it's coming back. It's a fan favorite of a lot of people, but what else is there? Yeah, and that's true. It's not like they really went in depth on fucking anything. I Uh, am greatly curious to see what the difference in their opinion is between remake and remaster. I'm I'm greatly curious to see what they're bringing to the table. Is there a release window? I didn't remember. I don't think so. Um, Not even remotely. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see, I, Aspire. Code I think the timed uh, PlayStation exclusive exclusivity is uh, interesting. Uh, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, I am not seeing anything yet. It just says oh, that okay. it was announced. So, um, no time soon. Like, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. So the the one thing that I will give this trailer uh, is it really echoed that scene, or I thought it echoed that scene from uh, Rogue One where Vader comes into the the ship, yeah. and I thought that was cool. But yeah, I I think everyone needs to calm the fuck down a little bit about this. Yeah, uh, wait wait till we see gameplay because fuck you let me be excited. <laughs> Eat my ass. I mean, be be excited, but I just I. So my thing, I think we said this what two episodes ago is just don't hype things up. And, yeah, yeah. And you won't. I mean, sometimes things will fail for you. I mean, but if like if you temper your expectations nine times out of ten, the stuff that you were super excited about and didn't live up to expectations, like you won't have those expectations to live up to. Yeah, so, for sure. I don't know. 
four. Uh, let's see. Next up was Project Eve. Um, I Austin, I think this game maybe looks right up your alley. Yeah, um, you were gonna say that. So, uh, I mean, what were your thoughts? I mean, I I don't know anything about it. I meant to look up to try to uh, dig some research on it uh, after the event, and that just completely slipped my fucking mind entirely until you just brought that game up. I forgot it existed. <laughs> um, but I mean, it it looks cool. I, it remind like the game as far as gameplay goes. It reminds me a lot of Near Automata, and it looks cool. I'd be down for that. Yeah, you know, I'll, uh, I'll always take uh, you know big titty anime waifu game. It doesn't matter what <laughs> it is. I'll always take it. Yeah, you you bring up Near Automata, D- Dylan. In your little impressions thing you got there, you you brought up Bayonetta, and I said that it looked like a platinum wannabe. Yeah, game. yeah, oh. that's a good point. As soon as I saw this come on the screen, I immediately started browsing my phone because I was like, this is the last thing that interests me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is probably not for me. Um, it, I love platinum games. Like I think that metal gear rising revengeance is awesome. Um, I love all three of the, or well, <laughs> both of the Bayonetta games. Um, yeah, I I love that studio. Uh, the the action here looks fast and fluid, and I, the graphics were really cool. Uh, but I don't know, not not a game for me. I don't think. Um, I feel that. There was also I noticed a, a lot of this stuff uh, had either release windows or release dates. Um, this one still doesn't, and it was originally announced in 2019. So I don't think that that bodes particularly well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Temper your expectations on this one too. I looked I, it I up, think. or just don't have any. <laughs> I looked it up, and one of the first articles that came up was uh, that uh, the caption was "Why Bayonetta fans should keep a close eye on Project Eve." Yeah, I, I thought that was funny that you, uh, one of you, I don't remember which one. I'm fucking tired. Made the Bayonetta correlation. Uh, that was Dylan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I to me, I, I get the Bayonetta thing. You know, big titty anime woman thing but mm. uh, uh, what i was looking at i thought immediately of vanquish uh even though vanquish is more of a shooter mm. uh but like it looked very it felt like it had a very similar art style yeah so um yeah not much more to say on that uh this one will be uh, i think good for dylan um following that we had tiny tina's wonderlands um Dylan, did you have any strong feelings about this? Yeah, it looks fucking basic. Um, <laughs> so it looks like it brings Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep to like a full scale of a game. And it's just, I mean, it, it looks like Borderlands. And it's like even the the niche of having like a, a gazillions of guns. I mean, that's present in the, in the look that we got at it too. And it looks like it does very little to distinguish itself from an actual Borderlands game, and I don't know why I should be excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first yeah. thing I saw. I thought too was just how fucking close to border. I honestly thought it was some kind of Borderlands spinoff. I mean, it's well, it pretty, is. I mean, oh, could, okay, I didn't know that. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. Tiny yeah. Tina is a is a character from those games. Oh, I've never right. played one. Oh, so. <laughs> It's Tiny Tina, and she has, like, a D&D sesh with her friends, but you're playing out the D&D sesh that they're having, and, and instead of it being, you know, 
with the Borderlands style, but having different themes, they pretty much take the D and D session, make it a Borderlands D and D session. I mean, it's cool. the same fucking game though. Like it's you're right. There's a cool concept behind there, but yeah. instead of them innovating any, they were just like, here's the here's the same game, but now you're playing uh, a tabletop version. Oh, okay. And even the tabletop version is still the fucking game. You're just seeing it through their eyes type of thing. It just looks very basic. Yeah. And I like the Borderlands games, but this just looks so unremarkable that I can't help but... There's no expectations. There's no excitement. There's just nothing. Gosh. Yeah. No, I, I straight up agree with them. The only thing that... Uh, even remotely intrigued me about this trailer was the baby metal song that was there. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Song is a total fucking bomb. Yeah. Like uh, I just, I was not it feeling this at all, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's cool for the people who like want more borderlands, but I, I do not. I don't think. Yeah, I, I do just not this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, f- totally fair. Totally fair. Um, all right. So Square Enix followed that up with a new trailer for Forspoken. Um, so I'll go ahead and knock my thoughts out real quick. This game looks beautiful. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, Forspoken is built on the Luminous engine, which is the same engine that powered Final Fantasy 15 and is powering Final Fantasy 16. Uh, and it's Square's uh, proprietary engine. So this is a big fucking showcase for how strong that engine is and how strong the PS5 is. Um, but I kind of don't care. <laughs> I, this game doesn't really intrigue me at all. Um, and I think that's kind of weird because if you look at the team of writers, they've got Gary Witta, who, uh, among other things, wrote uh, Book of Eli. Um, and he also wrote uh, what, what? What's what Star Wars thing did he? Uh, Gary Witta, he wrote Rogue One. Hmm. Yeah, so, and and he has a lot of uh, video game credits as well. Uh, he, he worked with, uh, I think, Gearbox for a while. Like, he, he did Gears of War. He did Duke Nukem Forever, which was Gearbox. Um, he helped in the Walking Dead uh, Season 1, and um, he was, oh, well, this isn't a thing to his credit but he was a story consultant on halo 5 so i mean (laughs) that doesn't really bode favorably but like he's he's a good writer um and amy hennig is there she was the lead bit behind the first three uncharted games uh i mean i i'd love these people but i kind of think this game looks bland and just totally uninspired like i feel like i've seen the trailer for this game a million times in the last 10 years and i'm yeah i'm not impressed anymore um it finally has a release window of early next year but it's not something i'm looking forward to what what about you guys so I'm Not on the opposite end of the spectrum it's this is one of the games i'm most excited for out of the showcase um, I mean, fair enough. It looks massive in scale and overall stunning, like you said. 
I think it's going to be a great opportunity for the PS5 to showcase what it's capable of. But I have some concerns. Like if you're creating a world that big, you have to make it feel alive somehow. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I really like the concept that they have. Like I liked the main character gets pulled into this world that she has no idea what it is. Um, I like the humor that I saw and I like that the combat kind of looks like spell break in a weird way. Yeah. Um, that was what interested me the most. It seems like the combat is something different and that's what grabbed me. Like when I saw her using different kinds of magic to not only, you know, shoot, but like then out of nowhere, she's flipping in the air and pulling out some giant sword looking thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just, it captivated me there for a minute. So um, I don't think I, I might have, I don't think I knew anything about this going into it. I'll say that. I don't know if anyone did or not, um, but it just grabbed me, man. I'm excited for the, the concept, I guess. And I had so much to look forward to next year, but this is, this is going up there and it comes out. I mean, relatively soon. February is not that far away. I think it's February. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it just said spring 2022. Oh, what am I thinking of? Something comes out next year on uh, in February. I'm not sure. Horizon is a February, doesn't it? What is it? I think Horizon comes out in February, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right on that. Yeah, Elden yeah, Ring is January, and then I'm pretty sure that like two weeks later is Horizon. Uh, I was Witch Queen expansion for Destiny. I got my dates mixed up, uh, but uh. But no, so sometime soon, even still, like there's a, there's a ton between now and then to keep me busy, but this is like, I'm, I'm probably going to forget about it here for a little bit, but then when it finally comes out, it'll be a nice surprise. Like, oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. Like I said, I think this game looks beautiful. I just, I don't know. I have no high expectations. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, like you good. said, it's a it's a it's a concept that we've seen a lot um, in different forms through just a myriad of different games. But this one, I don't know. It kind of had a charm that caught me. But I have no grand expectations for it. Just that I'm curious, and I, as of right now, like when it comes out, I'll totally give it a shot and play it, unless it just tanks for whatever reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. Austin, did you have any thoughts on it? No, I'm not interested. It just didn't, it didn't, I don't know. It just didn't appeal to me in the slightest. Huh? Fair enough. Um, so the next thing, uh, I think we can all agree. Uh, next up, you know, we had the trailer for rainbow stick extraction. I'm pretty sure none of us care. Yeah. I want to extract from this conversation. It, like, uh, so boring. It looks like it would be fun for like 30 minutes and then I would just never <laughs> play it again. Yeah. I honestly, I love rainbow six siege. I think that game's really, really fun. Uh, but mm. like, I don't care about this at all. Mm. I, I like, I just don't care. <laughs> like this is, this is one of those kind of games where like if somebody gave it to me or somebody like, you know, uh, convinced me to borrow it cause they wanted me to try it. I would sit down and play it, but it, it is not a game I would go out of my way to spend my own money on. Yeah. Dude, you're going to find a theme of what I'm excited about through this showcase, <laughs> and this is the antithesis of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, I think, uh, the, so, so, well, well, never mind. Never mind. We'll, we'll get to it later. Um, 
Next thing, I think that this is kind of where the uh, the whole thing picked up for me. Like mm. I was, <laughs> I was pretty down for Kotor, but again, I was like, uh, we, we don't know anything about it, you know, whatever. But then here, Remedy announced the Alan Wake remaster, um, which actually had broken on Twitter. I think mm. um, <clears throat> I love this game. Uh, if Red Dead Redemption had not come out came out in 2010 alan wake would have been my game of the year i adore that game um and it was only on the xbox 360 uh i I mean it's backwards compatible so like everybody who owns a modern day xbox can play it but never came to playstation and now it's coming to playstation so that'll be awesome for all those people to experience especially if they played control and never got around to this um I think the only thing that I really had to say about it is I don't know if this was like the shitty YouTube compression or yeah, I've been meaning to ask you about this because I've never played this. It's not that it wasn't on my radar. Like I knew about it and I had a slight interest in it, but like you said, other stuff came out that year. And even now it's like, that's cool for the people that want to experience it or that loved it and get to re-experience it. But how do you feel about how the game still looks? Yeah, that I, I, to me, it didn't look like they did anything to it. Um, they may have, and again, it might just be the shitty compression from YouTube, but like, I genuinely did not think that there was anything there that looked updated in the least. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, is it just a port over to the PS5? Like, it, I, it says remaster, right? But it doesn't look... I mean, you know, I'm sure the loading times are fantastic and everything like that, but I mean, it just looked... Like it came straight from the 360, I guess. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I did not even think to look up gameplay side by side comparison. I did not do that. So that's on me. But I don't know. I, I, I saw this announced and I'm like, oh, he's going to he's going to go crazy over this. But then the more that I started looking at it, it's like, where's the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um I think this game is exceptional, uh, even if the graphics still kind of look like old and ugly. Like, even if that's the case, this game is so much fun to play and it has a really awesome Twin Peaks. I I, honestly, I wouldn't even say inspired by Twin Peaks. It like I mean, this game basically is Twin Peaks. (laughs) There is a woman in here who carries around uh, a. Uh, a lamp i believe um and she is supposed to like literally be an anal or well she's not supposed to be she literally is an analog for a lady in twin peaks who like walked around carrying a log like there are all kinds of little like neat details in here that like are they're just twin peaks like just straight up um but the game is so fun and has a really awesome like really engaging story to it and uh i don't know it's i i don't want to say it's underrated because i don't think that it is Mm -hmm. but like i don't know the game's awesome just i'm i'm excited so uh following that up was grand theft auto 5 on ps5 Uh, (laughs) can we skip this like 
I don't even know why you bothered bringing it up. I don't know. Well, I, I just figured we'd touch on it for anybody who really cares. But, like, at this point, man, the game came out in 2013. Just give it a rest. Just let it go. Just let it I like how go. you preface that by saying I thought we'd touch on it for anyone who really cares. Then you immediately shat on it. <laughs> if you do that care, was fantastic but i mean you're kind of right but here's my thing i thought about this earlier today because i knew we would be touching on this i'm such a fucking hypocrite because you said this game came out in 2013 and give it a rest but here in about a month and a half i'll be playing a game that came out in 2011 all over again uh, uh when skyrim comes out <laughs> oh, oh christ God. You're one of those people. Yeah, I'm one of fucking those. It's one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> but my issue is, you know, fuck GTA. Skyrim's better. Just play that. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, but... It, it looks the same, right? Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, what? that's another thing. They said with improved graphics, and I was like, what's improved? Yeah. yeah I was like, like, fucking where? That said, Skyrim probably didn't upgrade shit. <laughs> They don't have to. They know people are going to buy it regardless. <laughs> They're goddamn right. Charge me 60. I'll fucking pay for it. Dude, I don't I, know why. I saw a meme this morning on uh, Instagram, and it was a guy like time traveling, and he ends up in front of a GameStop, and there's a Skyrim poster. And he's like, wait, what fucking year is it? And I thought, yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Is it 2011, 2015, 2021, <laughs> 2025? Nobody knows. <laughs> I feel like Skyrim is like the game that is single-handedly carrying Bethesda at this point. I mean, but it look at how much of a... Mo- nope. <laughs> not going to go on about Skyrim. We got a PlayStation Showcase talk about. It's not like they're making good Fallout games. I can uh, agree. So then we got a new look. <laughs> Hey, Ghostwire Tokyo, speaking of Bethesda, uh, well, not Bethesda Game Studios, but Bethesda. Okay. So, um, can yeah, I go can, ahead, Dylan? I, I want to let you talk about this, but I just have to say every time I watch a trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo, I am left so much more confused <laughs> than when I went in. And it's never like a feeling of intrigue from being shown just enough to get me interested. Nah, it's, it's straight like, out confusion on? about what the fuck the game is even about half the time. Because I just watched this trailer for it and I'm like, was it that slightly different than the last trailer? And then there's like this humbled or not humbled, but like hobbled up story trying to be told yep. through this trailer. And like, what, what, what am I watching? Yeah, no, uh, so this is from Tango Gameworks, who is owned by Bethesda, right? Uh, so it's, it's going to be a Bethesda-published game. Uh, it has a year of exclusivity on PlayStation, which is why it was shown. And I think this game is probably in really bad shape. Um, <laughs> because it literally what you said, dude, this trailer looked really bad to me. And part of it was because it looks like they are trying to throw a story into a game that was never intended to really have a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and maybe I'm wrong on that, but like, I, I can't make heads or tails of what the fuck this game is supposed to be about. Uh, like, there's nothing in there that like, I mean, it's intriguing because it's coming from Tango. Like that, that's that's why I want to play it because the evil within one and two are both really good, like really, really solid third person survival horror games. And like, like ripped straight from the mold of like resident evil four. But like, 
this just looks fucking weird and I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, um, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I, I think I'm on the spectrum personally. <laughs> All right. Okay. So usually I don't pick up on just how truly awful some things are. But the second I started watching this trailer, I was like, this is actually bad. <laughs> like sometimes I like you show me a cool trailer with some music on it and it could be the worst game ever. I'm going to vibe with it just because like I don't that's just me. Right. I, I'm I'm I enjoy the stimulation that that provides me. This left me fucking confused. <laughs> like I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. So I think I think Did it ever was it going to have a story. I mean. I have to assume so based on like everything that I'm seeing, but like, I, I fuck if I know, <laughs> dude. And that's, I honest to God, you were kind of going to be my lifeline. Cause I think I remembered you being semi excited for this. Oh yeah. No, I was outright excited for right. it. When it was originally announced. But the further along this year's gone, every time like a quarter passes and we get a new trailer, you are so much less and less excited than you were each time before that. I've gotten to watch the degradation over the entire 2021 happen of your excitement for this game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I remember when it was announced and uh, I forget what her name is. Um, Yuki Kimura, I believe. Mm -hmm. Is I could have that completely wrong, but I was like, "Oh shit, okay, this looks cool. She's really cute. She has like a passion about this. Like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm I'm down for this." And then the first trailer launched, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, this is different, but like, I'm in." All right. And then they had like that. I I think it was the second trailer or something like last year, and I was like, "Uh, all right," and then. This one, and I was like, I am not really outright excited for this anymore. I am yeah. interested, but like, I'm just this does not look like a game that I am going to play and enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I don't I'm know. sorry, I feel bad because, like, just to, like you were sitting at the dinner table and you were ready to eat, but you started smelling what was cooking in the kitchen and you kind of slid back from the table a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what happened. like you know what i'm not really sure that i want this anymore <laughs> you can go ahead and have this fucking so, plate so what is this again is this roast beast <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh well uh next up was a new trailer for guardians of the galaxy um <laughs> so i put this out in the discord uh i this might be controversial to say because of the discourse that's going on on like Twitter and shit. But, uh, I think this game looks like fun. I don't know. I like, it doesn't look do people bad think otherwise. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Really? really? I said, do people actually think otherwise? Yeah, dude. Like I swear to God, like check Twitter discourse about this game. Yeah. I like, see. I, I hadn't seen anything bad said about this game until you said that in the discord and then i got on twitter immediately and then all i saw was just people shitting on it and i was like oh okay that's a little that's confusing weird. i mean maybe it's because and again this could have helped right 
I went into this with 0% of expectations. Like you guys yeah. brought it up when it was announced the first time. I don't even, I think maybe I saw a snippet of the trailer, but I didn't watch. I was like, cool, Guardians of the Galaxy game. I'll probably play it. And then this is the true time where I sat down and I watched what was shown and I'm like, oh, okay, this looks kind of cool. It's not, it's not really the, the group that we know, you know, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This seems more, you know, comic-y in a way, like in the gameplay itself. It wasn't just absolutely remarkable, but it looks kind of cool. Like the story's there. Like, yeah, I thought it was leading up to be a good time. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think it looks like a fun fucking time, honestly. Like, that's... after And watching, the humor is great. After watching the trailer shown off at the showcase, I was like, dude, this... Like, that's probably going to be a day one purchase for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly thinking the same thing. Like, so the thing that I thought was really weird was... So this is being developed by the people who did uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and Human Revolution... Uh, and I think they also did Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And all of those games are really solid. Like, yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I actually think is very good. Like, maybe even... Uh, it's not better than Rise of the Tomb Raider, but, like, it might be better than the, what, 2013 Tomb Raider? Like, I don't know. I, I think that they have a nice pedigree, and the game looks fun. I don't I don't know what people are looking for. Like... I don't know. Like, I think that this is going to be probably a day one purchase for me, but like, I don't know what people are expecting. <laughs> yeah. And I, like I said, I think the reason why I'm so interested in it is because I was expecting nothing. So I'm still a little excited for it. That It's kind of blowing my mind. I mean, what did people want from it? I guess is my thing. Uh, I I really don't know. This just it seems kind of right up my alley for what I would want out of a Guardians game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I I don't know if it'll be day one, but it'll it'll at least be month one because there's a lot of games coming out that I got to focus on. But oh. I don't know. It just it looks like a good time. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. So I I have an opinion, and I I don't know if it's a bad <laughs> one or not. So the problem with Marvel games that are coming out now, I would say with the exception of Spider-Man, but like uh, Avengers had the same issue leading up to release. Uh, it, from what I'm seeing on Twitter, it's ha- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is having a similar issue. I think that there has just been so much MCU for everybody that it like I, I feel like people draw try to draw too much of a correlation between these games and the cinematic universe. So when these games don't, you know, look like those characters or um, have some type of correlation with what what people have seen out of out of the MCU, they get fucking all butthurt and pissy about it. Because that that was one of the big problems with Avengers leading up to its release. People were just genuinely fucking mad that it did not look like the MCU counterparts that they've known for the last, what, 15 fucking years. So I I don't know. Yeah, but that's fucking stupid. Like, it is fucking stupid. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but like, do you do you want to play a game with the same exact versions of the characters that you are like? We've I, had I those, and they're all terrible. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is like, do, this is something that always comes up for me when it comes to like video game adaptations of like in the in the movie space or mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, 
Video games are a different medium altogether. You do not need your video games to look like movies, and you do not need your movies to look like video games. You just mm-hmm. don't. Like, if they do, that's cool, whatever. That's for someone. But, like, go, this game does not need to have Chris Pratt, like, as Star-Lord. You know what I mean? It does not need to have fucking, uh, what's her name? Uh, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Like, it just doesn't. Mm. It, it, I don't know. I, I'm, and that's my thing is, like, it's its own medium, right? Like, I, I don't want the you know the movie to video game um similarities i don't this is its own medium i want to get to know a brand new cast like that's first off that's the cool thing about the fucking marvel universe anyway it's a it's a level of multiverses right like there's different things that we get to know um that's why spider-man did so great it didn't take tom holland it didn't take toby Maguire or andrew garfield it gave us someone new it gave us a peter parker that i fell in love with and i that's what's great about this cast of guardians of the galaxy. They're all new. Of course, you know, Groot and rocket look similar. Obviously that's going to fucking happen. But even rocket, if you look at him has his own subtle differences and characteristics that make him unique. Like if I'm not mistaken, didn't he have like a mini beard going on? Like, or something like dangling from his chin. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Like it's just subtle things. And Gamora looks completely different. Drax looks completely different. I mean, it's, this is something that, that's why I think I'm so hooked. It's a, it's a, it's an ensemble that I don't necessarily know yet. And I'm curious to see this team dynamic and just how they interact and grow as a team. I want to see that. I want to see where they're at and being the guardians and what, you know, maybe give snippets of what came before, Oh, you know, what we're getting to see in this storyline. There's so much to, to experience. And that's why it's, it's because it's something that we don't know. That's what's so exciting about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Four. Um, all right. So next, uh, Shark Mob showed off Blood Hunt. All right. And that's it. Next. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so I want to throw this out there, and then we can move on if you guys don't have anything else to say. Um, but when this was shown off, I was like, oh, vampires. Oh, it's tied to Vampires the Masquerade, which uh, is like this long-running tabletop uh, RPG. And I like vampires. I like I like horror movie shit. Like I thought that this could be cool. It didn't look particularly entertaining, but I was like, you know, maybe I'll give it a chance. Whatever. Um, but so I did some digging because I'd never heard of Shark Mob before, and it turns out that they are X Division and Hitman devs, and they're based out of. Sp- Sweden. And I was like, okay, X Division guys, I like the division. X Hitman guys, oh, okay, I've come around. I like Hitman. And then I found out that they were owned by Tencent. Tencent is a video game publishing arm that has very, very strong to the ties to the Chinese Communist Party. And I don't like that. The Chinese Communist Party has fucking. Muslims in, you know, fucking slave camps. No, I'm good. Like, I I don't want to support that kind of shit, right? And then, then I found out that this is a free-to-play battle royale, and I am fucking over it. I am so sick of battle royales. Everyone and their fucking mother is making a battle royale, and I am over it. Like, 
Ugh. Ugh. If you can stay away from this fucking game, do it, please. Like, fuck Tencent and fuck the CCP and fuck Battle Royales. Like, if you can stay away from this game, I understand that some people will play it and they'll probably find it fun. But if you can stay away from this shit, like, please do. Yeah, and just save yourself the headache because it's going to be dead in a month anyway. Oh, yeah, dude, I, I was actually, what happened to I mean, that brings right? up a really fucking funny story. I was on Twitter earlier today. Um, let me see. So one of the, one of the podcasts that I listened to, let's fight a boss. Uh, one of the, the hosts on there, she had tweeted out, um, something. This was like a thread that she had tweeted out. I think yesterday about aliens fire team elite. And she was like, I really like this game, blah, blah, blah. And then she tweeted out, uh, earlier today she was like this already feels like it's going to be a short-lived experience with the player base moving on quickly i'm spending longer uh trying to find a team than actually playing the game and i was like dude that's super unfortunate like the game looks fun like it, it straight up looks fun i would i would play the shit out of this aliens game and i mean she said it is and i've heard like skillops review said that it was a fun game um, you know, all the stuff, but like the player base is already moving on. So like what you said is correct. These games are a dime a dozen. Um, save yourself a headache. This, yeah. this thing will not have a player base in two or three months. If that, if it, it if, if that, that, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So sorry about my little, my little mini rant, but, uh, uh, Following that up came what's probably going to end up being my game of the year, Deathloop. Um, I don't have much more to say about it. It looks, it's what, two days from now? It comes out on the 14th. And the fact that they're still making new trailers for it is awesome. And the fact that the trailers keep getting better is awesome. I can't wait for this game. Uh, I'm positive that I'm going to love it. Just, yeah. All right, moving on. (laughs) Uh, So following that up was this weird kid amnesia thing. Uh, Okay, I wasn't the only one that had a hard time with the title, right? Yeah, so... Oh, thank God. (laughs) So this was uh, a weird trailer that didn't show almost anything, but it was set to uh, the Radiohead song, Everything in Its Right Place, from Kid A. Um, and they have what I presume is a remaster coming out this year for kid a and amnesiac, which was their follow-up to kid a, um, it's coming out in November and it looks like it's those two packaged together and maybe some new, like, b-sides and stuff um i'm really not sure what's going on with that but that makes me even less unsure of what the fuck this is <laughs> um but yeah i i love radiohead so i you know i'll be waiting to learn more about what this is but yeah uh it was a weird thing to have at a fucking playstation conference yeah. i don't know uh, so next up was, I, I hope I'm saying this right to, to Chia. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you guys go ahead. I, I feel like I've been talking a lot. You guys tell me your thoughts on this. I'm super so, excited for this. I'm okay. glad I'm not the only one. Okay, go ahead. Game looks, I think this game looks super fucking cute, and I'm super fucking hyped for it. Uh, I did. I kind of looked some shit up about it. Um, I think it's really cool that they are using... Uh, I can't specifically remember uh, what culture that this is supposed to be about. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, it's the... Um, I looked this up, too. Hang on. Uh, sh- damn. You, you just fucking... New Caledonia. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they said they are using... As far as like the voice cast goes, it's all going to be local talent. Um, and as far as the music goes, it's all going to be music from their culture. And I think that's really fucking cool. Um, I already thought this game was super fucking cute. And I'm like, I, I don't really have too much to say about it other than it just fucking looks adorable. It looks like yeah. a fun pastime for me. And I'm, I'm excited for it. It looks so it's right up there with Forspoken for me just because I think outside of Spider-Man, those were the two games I was most, uh, you know, quote unquote hype for. Um but I'm just really excited for it because it looks like it combines Alba and uh, Lost Ember together with kind of the graphical and play style. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's two games that Sabrina actually loved both of those. So this is a game even more for me. Like, you know, she plays the game once every now and then. But this is something that I specifically called her in for her to watch. And she was just completely enamored by it. Like it was beautiful. And then I think even the dog that you, you kind of morph into, I think it was some kind of, it looked like a healer um, or some kind of Australian cattle dog. So that of course drew her in even more considering that's what we have, but it looks charming and it looks like even if it's not a, you know, colossal game in terms of length or scale it looks like what it does do it does right and it looks very welcoming and just i'm ready to play it i don't know did it give a release date i actually have no idea Uh, i don't Uh, think so i think it was just shown it's uh it just says 2022 okay 2022 so long as nothing gets delayed will be a great (laughs) year Yeah, yeah honestly um I'm with you guys. Uh, So I'm not uh, like right where you guys are. I'm still kind of like, I I don't want to say I'm iffy on it because I think it looks cool. I, I'm not really too sold on the visuals, uh, like the the art style. I I feel like it looks a little bit too much like overcooked to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's like just flat textures everywhere. Um, But that doesn't make me think that the game couldn't be, you know, super cool. Uh, like the trailer they showed was awesome. Um, but it kind of reminded me of the game rhyme, uh, from tequila works from 2017. Yeah. Um, I actually really like that game. Uh, it didn't get the greatest of reviews, but I kind of liked it. I don't know. Um, if, if it's anything like that, I think that this will be pretty cool and that I like it, but, um, so Sony followed that up by showing off Uncharted 4 slash Lost Legacy remastered for the PS5. Um, I don't have much to say. They're good games. They're coming to PC also. Cool. Whatever. Not interested. Yeah. Um, so then after that, th- this is where things kind of kicked into really high gear and we kind of sped through the last like 10-ish minutes of the 
uh, of the showcase. Um, Herman Hulse came out and was talking about the first party. And the first thing that they showed was Marvel's Wolverine coming from Insomniac. Um, and th- this again was just a CGI trailer. And I'll have more thoughts on what I, I, uh, about kind of this. Um, but like, it looks like it understands the character of Logan. Uh, and that's what I can only hope for. (laughs) And that's really all we got. It's like, we know insomnia is making it. We know what, they're capable of with spider-man and ultimately i feel like what the cgi trailer accomplished is like it's just aware of itself it knows who logan slash wolverine is and i think that's something that we at least got delivered to us in that moment is they knew what they needed to capture to get us a little interested mm-hmm. for sure yep wholeheartedly agree I'm, um, I'm excited for any more information on that in general i don't give a fuck what it is give me something yeah. Hold me down and sprinkle that. the breadcrumbs in my mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. So immediately after that was Gran Turismo 7. Um, again, I don't think we'll have too much to say about this. I will. It looks gorgeous. What? Uh, <laughs> huh? He, he just said he will, like he's going to talk about cars for a minute. No, he he's a liar. Yeah. I'm actually really <laughs> excited for this game. I, I like, I, I have, I don't, Historically, I don't care for racing games. I just, I'm not a cars guy. I just don't give a fuck about it. Just, it, not interesting. Um, I just, that, this game looks fucking gorgeous. Like, it looks beautiful. And mm-hmm. I will give it a shot. I, I will buy this and give it a fucking shot. This might be the Why game that gets me into racing games. Don't you do yourself a favor and buy Forza <laughs> Horizon 5. Nope. But you'll play this bullshit? <laughs> you know what? I might have until you said it, and then I was like, no. You're already getting Ratchet and Clank for me, so. Wait. Nope. We're going to keep going through this episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, uh, I... Uh, like these racers are all kind of the same for me. They're, they're mm. like showcases for what the consoles can do. Um, I think Forza's better, uh, specifically Forza Horizon. So, oh my God. Um, it's not even a think. <laughs> God damn, no. Yeah. Isn't it, uh, is it, uh, Forza's an Xbox exclusive, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't have an Xbox anymore, Dylan. So you have a PC. Play the shit that I never use. I use for this podcast, oh and that is God. pretty much it. Like the He's the worst. Are just rolling. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I'll say on this is there was no release window even, uh, which is concerning to me. For granted, because yeah, I didn't see it yeah, it's on March the trailer. Twenty twenty two. Where did you see that? Uh, it's on PlayStation's website right now. He's really? so fucking excited for it. He has a release date. <laughs> it's all that the website. Is, that is interesting because I had not seen anything about it being released. Yeah, it was at the end of the trailer that they showed. No, I didn't see that. Unless they just edited the trailer they put on YouTube to have it in now, which is entirely possible. I I think that that's more than likely what happened because... I watched the 
Um, oh, hold on. No, it's not in the trailer, but the thumbnail has it. The thumbnail has the release date. Okay. But yeah, March 4th, 2022. Okay, that puts me a little bit more at ease. Um, yeah, okay. Whatever. Don't waste your money. <laughs> Uh, following that up was the thing that I thought that you guys would probably have super high boners for or super hard boners for not off immediately after, um, was, it was the first look at Marvel Spider-Man two. Yep. Go ahead. Looks great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He's like this one, this one. I really don't have that much to say. Um, I, I think it's pretty straightforward first off i don't know if you guys saw or not but that that whole thing was captured from in-game footage that was not a uh, cgi trailer oh i Um, did not catch that yeah yeah. Uh, well i i think it said it was caught or captured on the ps5 Mm -hmm. yeah it was not um yeah anyway so from what it makes it sound like the narrating voice is probably craven the hunter which is cool yeah most Um, likely Yes, so that gives us a look at the villain that, or one of the villains that we'll get to play as, and then obviously the the ultimate reveal was seeing, not only seeing but hearing uh, Venom there at the end, and we knew that was coming. If you if you beat the first game, you kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, my question is: Is it really going to be Harry Osborn as Venom, or will it have Harry? You know. will he be the host for a little bit, but then it goes off to find Eddie Brock. That's my question. Mm -hmm. My, my only, it's insomniac. I think this game is going to be great. Uh, You know, uh, Spider-Man 2018 was fucking dope. Miles Morales is fucking dope. Uh, I have no uh, doubts about this game whatsoever. Uh, My only hope for this game is now that we've gotten miles and we've gotten to, uh, you know, be in miles shoes, for a little while. I hope that this game kind of plays on their relationship a little bit more. Uh, like I, I think I texted you guys something about it, like, uh, a scenario of miles having to fight Peter with the symbiote is all I fucking want out of this. If they just give me that, I don't give a fuck what happens in the rest of the game. I'm good. I just, I think we're definitely going the direction of having Peter being taken over by, uh, the symbiote. I think black suits definitely coming. I'm curious to see if we'll have moments where we would get to play as Venom. I think that'd be pretty cool. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, Like a callback to Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah, just something. And just, I think you're right. Like, this is going to be a heavy relationship-based game for them. Um, Mm -hmm. And just going beyond that, even uh, Norman and Harry, like, we can't ignore the fact that something will become of that relationship, you know, maybe I don't think Harry's going to die outright and that'll push Norman over the edge. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think there's a lot that this game will have to tackle. And I hope that they're putting the correct amount of resources they need to into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Josh is going to bring up a key point here in a few minutes that I'm pretty worried about uh but this is a 2023 launch too we're not even going to get this anytime soon and that's probably going to be q4 2023 probably yeah Um, that's that's what i'm thinking i do uh i do want to point out something that i think was really cool um back in october of 2022 uh there was a big leak for spider-man 2 that came out that literally everybody just completely fucking dismissed 
Um, every single thing that leak talked about was present in this trailer. Everything. And I thought that was really fucking interesting because the rest of the leak, obviously, you know, fucking take leaks with a grain of goddamn salt. But when a leak is that fucking accurate, uh, I, you know, it might not be too bad of a, an idea to take a look at it. Um, I'm hyped because that that leak specifically mentions the fact that the black suit will be a completely separate thing as far as the uh, cosmetic suits go. And like with its own skill tree and everything like that. And if, if that shit is true, that game's going to be fucking great. And I'm, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Um, I, so I think this looks awesome. Um, I'm excited because both of the other games were good. Um, and this trailer was cool. Uh, So I want to put it out there that I am starting to get worried about Insomniac specifically. So, and I guess more specifically, the question of whether or not they're being spread too thin. Because they released Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales in 2018, right? Then they released, or no, no sorry, not Spider-Man Miles Morales. They released Spider-Man in 2018. Then they did Miles Morales last year. And admittedly, they used a lot of different, you know, like a lot of the same framework was brought over from that 2018 game. So maybe there wasn't as much going on there. You know, they could have cut some corners, blah, blah, blah. But then, so they're separated in two separate locations, uh, I believe in Santa Monica. And then they have a studio in North Carolina and the North Carolina studio released Ratchet and Clank this year. Okay. And let me pull up, let me see, Insomniac. They have also, um, if I am not mistaken, been working on uh, VR projects here and there um, for like a while. So, but within the last... We'll go back to 2016. They released Ratchet and Clank, that that remake. They released Song of the Deep that was a little indie game uh, that was actually published by GameStop, which is kind of weird. Um, Then they did the the VR game Edge of Nowhere. They did the Unspoken Feral Rights. I don't know what either of those things are. Then 2018, Marvel Spider-Man. Then 2019, Stormland, which, uh, again, I think was a VR game. Um, and then 2022, they did Miles Morales. Then this year, they did Rift Apart. Uh, and then, presumably, Spider-Man 2 is, uh, you know, late 2023, barring pushbacks and stuff like that. So, Within the span of, what, five years, they've released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. Now, some of those were, again, they're VR titles. Some of them were, like, little iOS games and, and shit like that. But, like, that's a lot of fucking things. And even with smaller titles, you gotta think, like what are they doing here? Because not only did they announce Spider-Man two, they announced that they were working on a Wolverine game. 
Um, and you know, admittedly, Spider Man twenty twenty three. So it's it, it's still two years away, but <clears throat> I'm just both of these have got to be huge games with a lot riding on them. You know, Spider Man twenty nine or twenty eighteen. If I'm not mistaken, was the best selling game on the PS4. So I don't know, man. Like I, it just it seems to me that they are getting spread very, very thin, mm-hmm. and they need. Like I, I know that Sony needs to lean on them because other teams are not ready with stuff that they're working on, but, but you can't only lean on them. You need to make sure that your other studios are doing shit. And I'm worried about the wear and tear for insomniac because I I don't know. I, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair concern. No, uh, and that's the that's the one thing I'm worried about because they got way too much going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean maybe maybe you know they were just bought by Sony. You know the before I think it was actually after 2018 Spider Man that they bought Insomniac. So I think Insomniac was just a game that they made for Sony. It wasn't necessarily that it was a first party game, right? <clears throat> So maybe it's possible that with Sony and them not having to be independent, they have more resources. But I still really, really think that it is strange that they've they're being pushed. They're pushing out all these games, all these games, all these games. Like I don't know. Uh, just something that I thought was interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts on Spider-Man 2 other than it looked awesome? Not really. Uh, I mean, that, I'm just, that was I'm it. For it. Uh, the story is what I'm anticipating most. I'm, I'm curious to see all the, the outlets that they have to cover. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll get to see Lizard, one of the goblins. Um, obviously, Venom, will this set up at the end for Carnage in the next game? Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of questions that I have, but um, we'll see, man. It's a, it's a long way away, so I'm trying not to get too hyped for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, finally, Sony Santa Monica ended the show with a extended look at God of War Ragnarok. Um, I feel like you guys should go ahead and say what you have to say because I'm going to spout some things that is probably going to piss people off. Oh, Lord. I, I really don't have a lot to say. I unfortunately have not been able to play the, the first of this series yet. Um, it's on the list, but now I've just, unfortunately, we'll talk about it on the next podcast, but I've dove head first into another game that I shouldn't have because I like it more than I should. Um, <laughs> and who knows when I'll beat that. But it's one of the next few games that I plan on playing. It looks great. It's my type of, it's my type of experience. I can tell that, especially covering... Um, a pantheon that I'm quite enamored with. So uh, I don't know, man. It looks okay to me. Um, I like that it, the world seems to be a little more lively, but take it away, dude. I, All right. Go, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Austin. Oh, yeah. Austin, hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't have anything to say because I haven't finished the oh. first one yet. It looks cool. That's about as far as I've got. Okay. Um, 
All right. So I think that there were a lot of things that we really could have sank our teeth in from the trailer. Like, I think that we see that it's set during the winter, which is really fucking cool. I love winter settings in games. Um, I really just love the winter in general, but like the winter setting in games is always something that like kind of fascinates me. Uh, but we got, you know, the return of the chaos blades. We got, uh, uh, you know, more of the story, especially with like Atreus being a little bit larger or not larger, more grown up. I don't know why the fuck I said larger. Um, uh, oh, the trailer was good. It was, it was a very good trailer uh, and I'm definitely going to play it. Uh, but I am not overly excited about this because I am in the minority in thinking that God of War 2018 was not the greatest thing since last bread. Uh, it's a good game. But I do not think that that game is as excellent and like a masterpiece like everyone else in their fucking mother seems to think that it is. Um, I don't know. It, this looks like more of that game, which is cool. Like, I again, I want to put it out there. I don't think that God of War 2018 is a bad game, but this is... I don't know. Like... I don't think that any of the God of War games are particularly good. Like, yeah. they're they're fine. Like, they, I'm glad that people like these, but Kratos is a bad character, yo. Like, he's a bad character. Up up until 2018, 2018 really humanized him a lot, and I thought that his portrayal in 2018 was the best thing about that game. Like, the story that they went on in that game was the best thing about that game, but, like, the game itself was... Eh, whatever. Um... I don't know. Uh, I there's no release date. There's no, or, or or window. Uh, but I assume that this is going to be their f- late summer, early fall game. Uh, because Sony doesn't typically release games in the fourth quarter. Um, usually the latest that they release games is somewhere around September or October from their first parties. So that's what I'm expecting this game to be. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Um. But I guess let's hammer out uh, our overall thoughts on the entire showcase, and then we can get out of here. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. I thought that this was a good showcase. Uh, I think that it really picked up steam, starting with the uh, the Alan Wake remaster, and then just w- with the exception of like a few things like Ghostwire Tokyo and Grand Theft Auto Five, I felt like it just kept going from there. You know, I. I don't know. A uh, good showcase from them. Um, I'm excited for a l- several things that uh, they showed. So, oh, yeah. um, Dylan, you want to go? <sighs> nope. Okay. It was a cool <laughs> showcase. Um, I, I, I got more hype out of uh, this showcase than I think any other. Like um, any any other. Uh, company showcase like this in in a hot fucking minute. Um, the uh, honestly, I'll say the only thing I, I was kind of disappointed in, and this is just a completely personal gripe because I'm an idiot and I read leaks and I let myself get high expectations, even though we've all talked about that. Um, I really expected Atlas to show here. I don't really know why I expected them to. Um, I think it's just because they have the whole September twenty one thing. Uh, for the Persona series going, and I, I really, I really thought that they would have fucking showed something here. I feel like this would have been a good time to do it. 
Um, but they did not. So I was a little disappointed about that. But other than that, it was a fucking awesome showcase. Yeah, I had no expectations going into it. I was just I was just kind of there for the ride. And I wasn't disappointed. There were there were a couple of games that I became a lot less interested in, like the clusterfuck that was Ghostwire Tokyo and the disappointment that was the Tiny Tina game. Um overall though, there was a lot of things that truly shined for me. Mm-hmm. Um like for spoken, that is going to be um very anticipated for me as well as Tachia. And then Guardians of the Galaxy kind of broke its way into my field of view more now that I actually got a chance to sit down and watch um, what I thought was a very good trailer and really humanized the characters and made me want to um, delve into who they are. And then, of course, ending with Spider-Man and God of War. It was the it was the perfect way to go out and got me excited for what's to come from Wolverine, but also like Josh was saying, kind of makes me a little skeptical about how much Insomniac is currently doing. So a lot of great things came from it. A lot of questions were raised, but overall I think PlayStation is doing a lot of great work and I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, all right then. Um, I guess that will be it for us. Um, this might be the quickest thing thing that the three of us have ever done together. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Um, but with that said, as always, you can find us on social media for all things culture, pop hunting pixels and the culture family of content. Culture Bob is available on Twitter at culture underscore bop on instagram at culture underscore bop on facebook at the culture bop and on youtube at culture bop if you just search that up uh this podcast is available on twitter at pixels hunting on instagram at hunting underscore pixels cb uh i am available on twitter at the bebop man 182 on instagram at bebop man 182 and on twitch at the underscore bebop man uh dylan is available on twitter at omdizzy it's TV, right? Uh, Twitter, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, on Instagram, at OMDC. Um, t- hang on. I got to go back over here to the to the actual one. Uh, yeah, at OMDC. On Twitch, at OMDC. And on YouTube, at OMDC. And then finally, we have Mr. Austin on Twitter, at Big Papa Plays. On Instagram, at Big Papa Stevens underscore or at Big Papa Plays, uh, on Twitch at Big Papa Plays, and on TikTok at Big Papa Plays. <laughs> there it goes. Finally, the beer kicked in. Nice. Um, finally, if you're looking to support the podcast or any of the endeavors we're undertaking at... Oh, God, I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> um, as Culture Bop, there we go. Uh, go to patreon.com slash culture and toss us a pledge. We are offering some very cool perks, including getting this podcast three days early as well as the ability to have your, uh, question, comments, thoughts, and concerns read on air. And, you know, once we start hitting our goals, even more content will be on its way. We're actually in the, uh, in, um, in, I don't want to say in talks, but, uh, we are in the early stages of getting uh, a new podcast available for you guys. So, um, but with that said, I want to do a special shout out to our patrons for making this show possible. 
Uh, our patrons are Augustin Martinez, uh, Gilbeasy Kitchens, Justin Skyrise Excellence Ruiz, uh, Shireen Khan, Tani Mushroom Magic Solman, uh, Jeffrey Moneymaker Scissortoe, and Blake Graham. Uh, so thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, giving us your hard-earned money. Uh, we really appreciate it. So um, with that all said, uh, that's it. That is Word. the end of our show. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and we'll be back um, later. Well, not later this week, but we'll be back next week uh, with an all new episode of Hunting Pixels. So until then, goodbye.